Well, listeners, I've done it again. I've picked a truly horrible movie. Yep. Hope you're uh, you're ready to not do another movie for ten episodes. <laughs> Maybe it's an every other movie thing. I did yeah. pick Kung Fury. You're like, yeah, that's true. Oh, that's maybe true. it's like, that's true. Okay. maybe it'll be like the Jags this season, and just every other, every other time. It'll maybe. Be. Yeah, I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars mm-hmm. of this podcast. Portals. This is WTF rewatching. Um, not a good movie this week. Spoilers. Not remotely. That's just one, two men's opinions. <laughs> Three men's opinions. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, yeah, so this podcast, we look for movies on streaming services and the internet that we haven't heard of, seem a bit obscure. Looking for hidden gems. We're, we really, I want to make this clear. We are looking for movies that we'll enjoy. It's not like we're like, oh, this looks like it'll be an unenjoyable dreck, like piece yeah. of dreck. Like, no, we are well, looking for good movies. Yeah. Most I mean, of the time. well, I like even, <laughs> even if we find uh, like a crazy movie that's definitely going to be bad, we're, we're also looking for like good, bad movies and, to watch. Yeah. Entertainingly yeah. bad. Yeah, entertainingly bad. Um, yeah. This is not that. <laughs> I'll say like if you just want to sit and be angry for two is it two hours it felt like hour two 40, plus hours hour 45 yeah, it was it's it too was long two it feels like two and a half yeah um, but um oh we haven't said the the movie uh, we're talking about is Christian Mingle um, the movie Christian Mingle the movie yeah I realized we hadn't said the name this episode um yeah so this yeah so that we were gonna talk about that movie this episode, and uh, we have we have some thoughts. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm Mitch. I'm Liam. I'm Logan, and it's uh, nice to finally introduce myself. <laughs> we did last episode. We did, yeah. Let's keep did. let's keep I, up the streak. <laughs> you keep yeah. it up. Um. Oh, first things first. Uh. <laughs> Watch, don't watch, don't watch unless. I'm going to give this a nice all caps, bold, underlined, italicized. Don't watch this movie. Again, unless you just want to be angry for for a (laughs) a long time. Yeah, I'm going to go with don't watch. Yeah, don't watch. (laughs) Second thing, second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... Liam, you want to give us a synopsis of this movie before we dive into our review? Yeah, you got 60 seconds. (laughs) All right, let's see. Uh, uh, Gretchen Wiener from Mean Girls is looking for the love of her life. She keeps finding assholes. Then she sees a Christian Mingle commercial and is like, this seems like a good idea. Goes on Christian Mingle despite not going to church in whoever knows how long. Um, Meets this dude. She likes the dude. Pretends to be Christian for the dude. Dude. I've heard. Oh, dude finds out that she's not really Christian, breaks up with her, but she realizes she really wants to be Christian. Uh, Does good shit. 
Do they get back together? I forget the ending. They do. <laughs> do they get back together? Yes, they do, they do. unfortunately. They do. Synopsized. I was... Yeah. Oh, well done. 45 seconds. Um, yeah, I was so, so hoping they would not be back together at the end of the movie. Oh, same. I didn't... I couldn't bring motivate myself to care one way or the other. Uh, <laughs> um, I just wanted a twist unhappy ending. They, they I feel like it would they, strengthen the religious themes of the movie more if it was like, she, you know, she didn't get the guy, but that's okay because she got... She found another, him. Yeah, right. she found him. It did, it did kind of go there a little bit, and then they ruined it by by throwing the guy right. at her on the end, at the end. Yeah. Right? Kind of um, spoiled their... Uh, I don't know inspiration there well I mean I think it's still a giant advertisement for Christian Mingle uh, so undoubtedly they, they, they had yeah. to end up with yeah I mean and there are like it, the 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 last like 20 minutes of the movie um, when she uh, finds the church with all the <laughs> with where all the minorities in the movie are hiding um, the, you know the fun Christians. Um, that, that was what I got from that scene in this movie. Was like, hey, white people are boring with Christianity. I mean, go to Mexico. I would like to say I can't relate, but uh, I, I think yeah, you no might. Comment. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's you, y'all. Listeners, you might take a different thing out of this movie than we did, um, yep. but ideally no, you'll take you nothing from it because you won't watch, watch it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're not going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, still, still as a movie, it's bad. And it's still like, even though it kind of softens the, um, I don't know, some of the the, the Christianity and, and love blows at the end, I mean, it's still like portrays people who who aren't christian as being like rude or stupid or slutty <laughs> or like all of the above yeah or just like going through life without you know without getting it basically just living a worthless eternal, life an eternal state of ennui yeah. <laughs> i really like the her whole spiel eventually on why marketing was like the profession of sinners um, <laughs> right <laughs> Because you're lying all the time. Do we want to roll and before we go much, yeah, much deeper? Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and um, do that. I'm going to say my number is 11. Okay. 14. 19. <laughs> okay. Sweet. All right. Uh, that works out. Mitch has the most to say, I think, out of all of us. So. Boy, yeah. do I. <laughs> Um, maybe leave a couple things for Liam and I, but oh, I, oh yeah, I will, I will. I'm not gonna, I'm not I gonna mean, go into every last thing. Um, I'll stick. I watched this movie like two weeks ago, <laughs> so my recollection isn't huge. So yeah, Mitch and I just take. Uh, survived it. So yeah, um, I've I've recovered. Oh man, where do I start? Uh, highlights. <laughs> Okay, yeah, highlights. This this is a nice thin section. Um, <laughs> highlights. Uh, okay, so one highlight was when she's uh, um, browsing Christian Mingle. Um, I really, I actually, one of the only jokes 
two jokes that played in the movie are when she's browsing Christian Mingle, the first profile comes up. The the username is um, his ministry man, which is great. <laughs> and then when she puts in her um, her uh, her church for Christian Mingle and she slowly types out uh, God's church. church. <laughs> <laughs> that got me. That was good. Um, and then there are two lines in this movie that that aren't lines but they sound what what they said sounds like something else and it's hilarious so when she's um when Lacey Chabert is with her her beau Captain Bland um uh, and he's meeting she's meeting his parents for the first time at his church uh and then uh what's her face Kelly um the the capital B B um, of this movie uh, the the mother of, of the boyfriend comes up with, with Kelly and she says have you met our Kelly but the way she says it have you met our Kelly sounds like have <laughs> yes. you met our Kelly <laughs> yeah it's like that's not it's our like, Kelly it's like probably I hope the, not run away <laughs> probably the farthest thing from our get Kelly get away get away <laughs> Um, this is just then, some white lady who's a satellite love rival who has no oh personality. She is the ferocious. In I mean, she's mostly in the background, but like she waves even, with her finger, like like there's oh a yeah, person waves, drawn on it. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, don't even. Uh, even in the first scene, she's in this movie when she meets um, Gwen. Uh, she. The, the first look she gives her is like this death glare like she's like she's like the Christian the Christianity sniffer and she knows right off the bat <laughs> she's she's the blood of Christ town uh, and then at the end of the movie when the um, the little Mexican girl is reading um, uh, this movie mm-hmm. Mexico is just kind of a device yeah, it's, it's all the people setting, in it. like just a backdrop and not a good not a good one. It's like they ooh, found a, an old um, uh, Hollywood Western town backdrop <laughs> and then just shot it there and decided to call it Mexico. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, yeah uh, it's, it's a setting. And then they use the people who live in that town as just like reactionary devices. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like at the end of the movie when they're kissing and he's like, oh, I think we're being watched. I was like, dude, that guy was there before either of you. He was yeah. working. He's decorating the tree. What you doing? Yeah. He fucking yeah. lives here. Um, <laughs> you guys are just visiting for like yeah. fucking. Anyway. Uh, anyway, the girl, the girl's reading and she says um, she says something that's like, but a um, more beautiful. But I think. But she says, but a mas beautiful. What she, what it sounds like, though, is uh, puta mas beautiful. Puta mas beautiful. Like, bitch more beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty, I feel like, I really hoped in my head, my head canon is that that actress was, like, fed up with things. She was, she was like, <laughs> I'm just going to see if I can get away with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh there's another phrase in her thing. This is nothing related to ha- anything that happened in the movie. Just a connection my ma- mind made when she was like, and 
She says something along the lines of like, the world is a beautiful place. And I just immediately was like, and I am no longer afraid to die. (laughs) (laughs) And she doesn't say that. But if she had, this movie would have gone to like a seven. (laughs) Just for that alone. (laughs) For me. Um, my, I, I would say the movie was a low light, but it was filled with, with just so many what the fuck moments. Um, I would say my, like my actual low light of the movie was Paul, um, the boyfriend (laughs) whose name I didn't figure out until about three quarters of the way through the movie. Paul Wood. Paul Wood. Ah, just come Mm. So the first scene, they they have no, they have absolutely no chemistry whatsoever at all. Oh, completely agreed. They yeah. they're like repellent, actually. You know, you know how you like watch rom coms and you're like, oh my god, I wish I was as smooth as Ryan Gosling or some shit like that. You you kind of watch this, you're like, I want to be the exact opposite of Paul. <laughs> they yeah. in their first date, like. Two minutes into like meeting each other and a lot of awkward conversation, they say like, "Oh, you're great, you're awesome," and I'm like, "You have learned nothing about each other, and this has gone horribly so far. How are you already just like, ah, oh, you're just, I, I, I feel something here." Yeah, nausea. Yeah. I'm just, I'm gonna run through my bullet points for during this scene real fast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this scene um, makes Christians uh, look polite, over polite. White, awkward, socially awkward, relatable, smiley, suddenly very weird. Hey, how about a cookie? Oh, no, I don't do cookies. That's a double chain coming quicker than a freight train. How about a cookie? Love cookies? I hope this isn't the guy. Is this date great? You're great. Yeah, well, you're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) He's so weird. That was a weird conversation about cookies. This whole scene is very weird. This is weird, isn't it? WTF moment. What spunk? He calls you not your name. When she says, um, you can call me Gwen, he says, okay, Gwyneth. No, you don't get to do you don't get to not call her what she tells you to call her. Call her what she asked you to Gwendolyn. call her. Wait, didn't didn't he call her Gwenny? He first, and then she was like, Don't call me that, I'll kill you. So what do people call you? Gwenny? Not if you want to see tomorrow. Um, and he was like, Oh, that's cute. Uh, and then she oh, says, yeah, you can call, like, oh, sorry. You can call me Gwen. I, and I he says, okay, that. Gwyneth. No. Just, nope. No. <laughs> it's not what she said. And then the next uh, scene is the first appearance of, uh, uh, is it John Hurley or Jack Hurley? John Hurley. John, John, John Hurley. John Hurley. Yeah. And as soon as he walks in, <laughs> I wrote, oh, she has more chemistry with John Hurley than she did with Paul. <laughs> he, he just oozes that, though. That's true. He's he's like I think he's supposed to be portrayed as crazy, but he doesn't come off as that crazy throughout just the movie. Just kind of eccentric, like. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I thought he, he didn't like talk for the first like ten minutes he was on screen. I was like, nice. I, I forgot <laughs> it was him for a sec. So like when he walked on, I was like, oh, that looks like a cross between Guy Fieri and Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, <laughs> that is so accurate. Um. And then he was talking. I was like, "Oh, duh! It's John O'Reilly. Ah, oh, Logan, you know better than that. Come on." Yeah, <laughs> they they had the commercial plan man play an infomercial man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I don't like 
Paul, and I don't like that the movie forces him on her for two hours. He yeah. There are scenes in this movie that with Paul that made me think, oh, they wanted a young Matthew Perry for this part. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's what that, they wanted. Head, ideally. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Except Matthew Perry would be more charming. Awkward. Oh no! Absolutely. Like I again. That's like what I think. Ideally, mm-hmm. they would have gotten a time machine um, and brought a '95 Matthew Perry to the present or whenever this mm-hmm. was made. 2014, I think. Yeah. Could this sushi be any fishier? <laughs> that's not a goldfish. That's goldfish cracker. <laughs> the, uh, nobody oh in this God. movie the behaves like a person. sushi scene. Wait, hold on. Pause that. What was that rom-com that Matthew Perry was in? Oh, that one we watched with the sound off. Um, yeah. Keep talking. Um, I'll look it up. I don't know. All right, go on, Mitch. Um, I don't know. There, there were, I have a lot of scenes listed that are just create the sushi scene where like of course this like buttoned up uh white man like doesn't eat sushi doesn't barely knows what sushi is but he knows that it's the quote-unquote it the end thing right now (laughs) um he says snap in that scene too uh oh and after the next day they go out he, he just says a lot of a lot of shit like I like it around here it's it's funky which is like <laughs> which is like <laughs> suburban speak for I'm a little scared of this neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> um I believe yeah. the Matthew Perry movie is Fools Rush In is that what you're thinking of yep oh Matthew yeah yeah I like yeah. that movie maybe where he just is Chandler Bing <laughs> right under a different name Chandler Bong. If it ain't broke. Yeah, I mean, hey. That's true. Typecasting is a problem that does not negatively impact you financially, I don't think. Because you're finding work. Half to five minutes. Like, they could have made the movie shorter by just not having that. Yeah. uh, Um, Gwen, despite being a sushi connoisseur, does not know how to use chopsticks. (laughs) When she goes in to pick up that sushi, it is is like the most awkward thing to watch. It's so good. But she is right about not trying the uni first. It is not a gateway sushi. Sea urchin is not gateway sushi. (laughs) She's she's read a lot about sushi. She's watched Jiro Dreams of Sushi, but she's never actually eaten it. All theory, uh, no practice. Yeah, and then yeah, when right. he was like, I guess I'm just more of a chili cheese dog kind of guy. I was like, all right, Captain America. <laughs> yeah. I just like throwing the pigskin around in the backyard <laughs> with my papa. And... Uh, yeah, and then he like stabs the sushi. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like, I can't figure out how to use two chopsticks. I'm just going to stab it with one. You know, like yep. any adult in their, what, late 20s, early 30s? would do yeah. except no the opposite of that where do, where do you li- you live in a, an urban area it seems yeah listeners this- i challenge you to do this on a first date and get a second date <laughs> let us know how that goes <laughs> please email us <laughs> what the f-a-w-w at gmail.com 
plug. We're 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 pretty well into my WTF moment section now, I think. So we'll just call this my WTF moment section. Um, I'll I won't go too much farther. I do want to say uh, the Bible study scene when they walk in. Uh, Kelly R. Kelly gives her gives Gwen that. <laughs> That look, that's like, I can smell the non-Christian on you. <laughs> uh, and also, the first thing I wrote was, oh, yep, everyone's still white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was, oof, not a good look. But like, Paul acts so white. I told mama about that raw fish. Huh. Oh, you did? Oh, boy, did she get a kick out of that. That's he, true. You can't be surprised. That well, he yeah, has that, never that's fair. seen a minority in his life. Right. The uh, <laughs> he would probably meet um, <laughs> uh, Gwen's coworker uh, and be like, "Wow, she is so eclectic. <laughs> <laughs> She's <Yeah>. so funky." <laughs> yeah, not. Um, I would not call him cultured. That's for certain. Oh, Paul. Oh, Paul, 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 Paul. I won't go into Mexico anymore. I think we've covered that. Uh, okay, the the last thing, just because because it's, I don't know, kind of relevant at the moment. Uh, when they're when they're in Mexico, she has come to visit Paul on his mission trip, and they quote unquote do work, which involves moving tires from one pile of tires to another pile of tires <laughs> five feet away um, <laughs> parking their trucks around town in random places uh and uh and having the mexican people paint yes and do the all that cool work themselves um but <laughs> putting up bible verse posters up around town uh but at, at the at night She's talking to Paul and she says, I, I don't know how um, how you do it in the midst of this devastation. And thinking back, what, what devastation? <laughs> the only thing that was even remotely close to being devastating was that there was a the church bell was on the ground, right side up, <laughs> not cracked or like hurt in any way. It's just not in the bell tower and you had to put it back. But how, I don't know how these people do it. <laughs> I don't know that anyone in this movie has dealt with adversity in their life. This also, like, wasn't their first mission trip, was it? This is, like, yeah. one of their... Like, apparently apparently it's a regular trips? thing, because at the end of the movie, after they've been, like, broken up forever, she's like, oh, yeah, I see your dad when he comes down here. What? Oh, yeah, she moves to Mexico. Yeah, she moves to Mexico at the that. end, to that same town. Um, and apparently develops a, a pretty cool relationship with uh, with Paul's dad over that time. Uh, yeah, but also like, why is Paul's dad continuously going down there? If I they feel like it's not he a mission work if it's that long term. Yeah, what is what is the thing he keeps saying in regards yeah, to the town? Like he renamed the town Wood Mexico. No, no, no. He keeps crap. What's that saying? He keeps saying door to door. We shall restore. Uh, build it up. If you build it, they will come. No, it's not. Yeah, if you build it, yeah. it up, break it down. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, some some dumb thing. If that you he build it, he says will several come. times in like the conversation. He introduces that phrase. 
like back yeah, to back. You know, I'm not sure if you know he's got all you, his marbles, but yeah. when you say a joke and no one laughs and you think no one heard you, so you say it again. <laughs> I do that all the time. That, that's uh, this guy's thing. Mm-hmm. But like everyone did hear, and they're like, "All right, yeah, moving on." Also, how how did she living living in the USA? How did she make it thirty years without knowing like remotely what a mission is? <laughs> like like just just the the basic concept of a mission. I feel like that's kind of universal like you know paul is not inviting you down to vacation in cabo yeah that was um that was a little naive on her part um but i i don't know why we expected much more yeah uh all right i'll I'll be i'm i'm i want to be done i'm done (laughs) done for now all right I, I, I tried to Google what the quote he was saying, but no one recorded any of the quotes <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb. That's good. Uh, passing the <laughs> the cross necklace that turns her on randomly in the middle of the movie uh, to to Liam. No, nope, to Logan. Logan. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I have a highlight, but I'll clarify it when I say it. (laughs) So I thought Lacey Chabert's acting was quite good. Mm -hmm. That does not mean her character is likable. The only likable character in this movie is John O'Hurley, who's hilarious. Um, (laughs) Before, after. (laughs) So John O'Hurley's character, so he comes to the um, advertising firm, the place that... Gwen works at um apparently her job title is like VP of brand management despite being a VP the only she has like her boss and then like one person she works with she has no like no one reports to her it's a startup I guess I I, I, that guy didn't look like he should be running a startup uh (laughs) just my opinion um so okay real quick about her boss um Stephen Tobolowski. Yeah. Um, so he, his first entrance, he like opens her door and he's got like a sailor, like a captain's hat mm-hmm. and a, mm-hmm. sorry about that, and a uh, tie with anchors on it and like a, you know, what looks like a captain's like jacket. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cute. Yeah. You know, he coordinated his outfit. It, it's the character later, from How I Met Your Mother. Right. Uh, but then later he's wearing the same outfit with a different tie, but like still with the hat. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not, what's the point? <laughs> if it's not, if you're not going to use like the same everything, like with the anchor tie, like you can't just do it with a regular tie. You look like even more of a jackass. Mm. Um, anyway, so that's the person she, uh, works for. So their firm is, um, <clears throat> trying to court this uh, infomercial guy who claims to have uh, made these pills that cure baldness, um, who is John O'Hurley, and he's entertaining when he's... Because Gwen doesn't buy it for a second. She's like, no, that's dumb. Uh, But so he requested a meeting with her, like, one-on-one, and I was just like, oh, I don't know if I like where this might go. Uh, Don't worry. Doesn't he doesn't come on to her or anything uh, outside of just his natural like chemistry um, with everyone, 
but like, yeah, he's like showing pictures of himself, like to prove the product, like before mm-hmm. and after. I'm pretty sure before it's just him in a bald cap, like in like it, it kind of just looks like that. Yeah, I'm not just saying oh they did that just for the picture. No, it looks like that was supposed to be it. Um, so like, but he was entertaining, and then like when she's doing pitches for like commercials for his product or whatever, he's pretty and like he's really engaged the entire time. <laughs> Lamenting his uh, mother who had alopecia and it was all sad. And then my mother was one of them. Mama DeBona had alopecia. All those babies, but Gwen's boss is trying really hard not to laugh and I'm like, dick move, bro. <laughs> but that, yeah, like I said, Lacey Chabert, like her acting was like throughout, I would say, good. She did a good job. The movie is not good. Yeah. She did um, a, a good job with a bad character. Yes, absolutely. Um, which kind of made me admire her more. Also, when I was on the IMDb page on my phone, just looking at this through the movie, uh, related movies, I was like, how many fucking Christmas movies is she in? <laughs> she's, she been really in, like, in? A, she's been in like a bunch of like Hallmark movies. Um, oh, that makes sense. I guess she's got. This she's is basically a Hallmark movie. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what this is. Um, God, yeah, low, low light. I don't even know where to start. But um, I'll, I'll do one. I'll pick on this. So I don't know if this trope has a name. Um, I refer to it as the arguing with a blank wall trope. <laughs> um, so in in movies when like uh, characters, I guess, hit rock bottom or they're mad about something or they like messed up and they're feeling bad about it and they'll get into an argument with like their cat or like a picture that's looking at them and like yeah. and like project everything onto it or the sun or, or the Yeah. Well, so that brings us <laughs> to this movie. I hate how this movie did this trope so much. It's like towards the end and she's like just yelling at God like for a bit because she found out. So they break up and then she like, you know, starts down the path. Like I want to be a Christian. And she talks to Paul about it, but now he's dating Kel Kel. Cause that's a, per- a that's an adult's name. And Kel Kel. Our Kel Kel. Um, and she's like, so first she's like in her room and it's like a torrential thunderstorm or whatever. And I don't know. And then the next day it's like sunny. She's like, I get it. And she's like yelling at the sun. And then like somebody bumps into her, like when she's walking out of a cafe, she's like, oh, come on. Leave me alone. Really? You're so obvious. And it was just yeah. so, I don't know. It really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah more than the rest of this movie already was god god's allowed to be petty sometimes (laughs) i no i'm not begrudging him that i just didn't like it thunderstorm little breeze through the window open up her curtains again yeah (laughs) there's this i don't know what category this falls in so i'll put this under wtf moment uh, when she's on the mission, there's a point where, like, she wakes up and everyone has been working for hours. Like, she's like, oh, good morning, everyone. And then, like, no one's there because, you know, I don't know if she didn't set an alarm. But my thought was, oh, her pajamas are cute. Like, you know, she's got, like, a shirt with these yeah. two drafts on it and he's, like, kind of, like, nice pajama pants. And then I noticed she was wearing socks 
what the fuck? Why do you sleep with socks on? Are you a fucking sociopath? Like, well, do maybe, you it's, maybe it's it's it gets cold at night in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's what blankets are for. That's what slippers are for. I don't know. I this, have a thing with sleeping with socks or jeans. Like falling asleep with clearly. jeans on, you will wake up in a well jeans. Yeah. Melted. Unless if, you're uh, you're like. You're like a, a rancher or a horse wrangler, and you're out. You're moving a herd. You gotta sleep in your jeans. <laughs> or, you gotta fall asleep standing up with the cows. <laughs> yeah. Or you just got really drunk and fell asleep and forgot to change and take your socks mm-hmm. off. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> We've all been there, right, Logan? Oh, oh. Uh, night after night, I have issues. So, um, I get another- the socks thing. Because, like, my feet, I've had cold feet before. Uh, literally cold feet before. <laughs> I've, I've left some people at the altar. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Let's not go away. into that. Yeah, uh, um, but they're usually like if if it's cold, that's like my. Uh, for whatever reason, my hands don't get super cold, but my feet like get to be freezing at night. It's a long way from your yeah, heart. I think that's uh, that's something called thermodynamics. <laughs> Thermo. <coughs> Thermodynamics. Um, Lacey knew what she was doing. Right. Or Gwen. I guess Gwen. <laughs> Gwen knew what she was doing. Character. Um, uh, I didn't notice much of the little details you guys mentioned. Um, because you I weren't paying that much attention. I had a hard time. <laughs> but one thing I did notice. So after Paul breaks up with her, she throws away her Christianity for dummies and her Bible that she apparently bought. I thought she like loaned from the library, but I guess she bought because why the fuck would she throw away a library book? That's fucking, I guess that's rock bottom just resorting to destruction of public property. But she has like a metal trash can that has no bag in it. <laughs> and that was like, I don't know why, that just really irked me as like, you didn't want to spend that much on props. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's there's nothing else in this metal trash can it's in her house it's not like she like went outside to like on the curb no this is in her house in her i don't know like apartment that's above a clock store i don't know what the fuck it was but like just a metal trash can with no bag and nothing else in it and she just puts the the books in there and then she digs the bible up because i don't know guilt um that is the most nitpicky <laughs> Like uh, in a movie full of faults. That's that's my one nitpick. That's my one nitpick. Um, I did you notice how they um would would just tack on things like praise God to the end of, yes! of lines? Jesus Christ! No one in this movie talks like a person, especially her <laughs> friends, like her secular friends at the beginning of this movie. Or like one of them has something like, uh, change the channel on him, sweetie. Like, oh, honey, switch the channel. This can only end badly. End. Oh, my God. Whoever wrote this has never talked to a woman before. No. Uh, well, it's uh, what's his matter. face from yeah, Psych. Corbin Burnson. I think he was billed a little high considering he's he, in like a yeah. scene or two. And <laughs> I don't know. Who is he? Which, he which guy is he? Himself. He's in the he bike shop. The. Yeah, oh, the bike shop too. The okay. bike mechanic. Which who She has more chemistry how, with him too than she does with Paul. <laughs> Yo, wait, how did she know him? What was the uh, what He's was the her bike there? fixer. Apparently she breaks her bike a lot. 
Yeah, she's really uh, bad at like bike. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that she breaks her bike. Her bike is broken <laughs> a lot. She has a shitty bike. Um, he probably sold it to her. Bastard. She lives in a uh, funky part of town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they just yeah, just subtle tweaks to make to make it go cling 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 instead of clang or whatever. Um, yeah, but but I mean, Paul will say something like, uh, "Oh Gwen, uh, oh Gwyneth, it's good to see you again. Praise God." What? What? <laughs> a beautiful boy. She had her baby as a, right in the middle of town square. Yeah, it's beautiful, healthy baby boy. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> like mm, that's that not your scene. Baby. That scene where he says that though is also a scene where she says, uh, "Your life is is." is planned out for you by everybody else. Just lock, stock in Jesus. And I was like, you know what? That is a movie I want to see. <laughs> lock, stock in Jesus. That was... Lock, stock in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing I noticed, uh, Paul's mother was played by Morgan Fairchild, who I think was like big in the 80s. And I was like, oh, mm. that's that's a name I've heard before. What's she doing here? Um mm. And I mean, that. she was fine as the suspicious mother, I guess. Not much of a character, but she was fine. Uh, um, she was just, well, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, she, again, she, she was fine. The character, the character was horrible. None, she, none of the characters except Donna Holly's character are like any character was a likeable. terrible person. Yeah, not because she and R. Kelly used <laughs> the children of the Mexican town to entrap Gwen. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I really had an issue with like how like this the Mexican citizens were just like a prop and like a feel good tool or like yeah. a, a anyway. All right. Um yeah, I'm rambling a little bit, sorry. Um That's okay. Movies like this make me do that. Um but Liam. I'm a not I'm a uh chuck this cross over to Liam. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> I catch it. Um, okay yeah i like i said i watched this a while ago so i don't have that big of a recollection of all the details um that's good for highlights. you that means there's <laughs> hope for me <laughs> i've blocked it out but i still remember food boy uh, <laughs> um yeah so just like highlights i think they were like every now and then there was like a small tiny joke that hit the spot that made me not want to kill myself during the movie um, in hopes that there'd be more small little jokes. Uh, one, I thought the like the Bible for dummies and Christianity for dummies, I I got a kick out of that. She did find um, them pretty quick, which I thought yeah. was a little on the nose. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I was just like, all right, all right. I respect that. Has this person heard um, of Christianity? <laughs> Yeah, like I feel like you there there are basics that you just kind of know. Living um, in the U.S., I, yeah, just by osmosis. I I think, and and I could be completely wrong. I think I enjoyed some of the infomercials in the beginning <laughs> while they were like advertising Christian Mingle, like completely ridiculous. There, yeah, there was like a weight, like an exercise one. They showed it before and after picture, and she points out that's not even the same person. <laughs> and it very clearly, is not. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then the steak and cake. The steak where, and cake. Oh, the steak and cake. They go to the steak and cake after what was it? Just church. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
after, after like after the introduction it, of R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like it's like a, a tradition or something. They go to church, then they go to the steak and cake. Well, all righty then. Let's steak and cake it. Steak and cake. Literally, you get served cake and steak at the same time. It's not like it's not like oh, eat your steak and then we'll bring out the cakes. They they bring both to you. At the same time. Well, if they didn't bring both out to you at the same time, then that table would look awfully sparse because there is literally nothing else on the table but plates of steak and platters of cake. Yeah. And and then they'd have to call it the steak then cake. <laughs> or steak like, or cake. No. Steak or steak cake. then cake. What will but, you how what will you have? Don't answer that. We've already brought it out for you. Um if steak then cake. cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like the, those little like tidbit jokes where like they hit the spot every now and then, but not enough to like save this movie. Um, low lights. I don't know what more I can say than <laughs> the movie. <laughs> um, I. It was bad. Uh. What the fuck? I I agree with Mitch. This dude is just unlikable. I don't know how this relationship got past the first date. Uh, I mean, without he's deleting a Christian mingle <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Be like, like nope. he's good looking enough to like try out a first date, I guess. Yeah. Um, sure. But things go downhill pretty quick after that, in my opinion. So yeah, literally like. The first conversation, I'd kind of be like, I want a police escort home. <laughs> but then, then on the next date, apparently, apparently she uh, is extremely attracted to um, analysts because he as soon as he said that, says that she swoons. Analysis, mostly feasibility reports on potential projects. Oh, so you basically sniff out the stinkers. Yeah. Yeah, which whatever. is <laughs> again, a, a crazy no one talks thing like this say. <laughs> in this day and age. No one talks like this, and she's a VP of brand management or right? what, or like, whatever. That's not like is that's are we supposed to buy that's like insider like jargon like <laughs> sniffing out the stink. Maybe they were betting on the people who were watching this movie and not knowing what an analyst was. <laughs> yeah. So you, um, how do I, how do I bring this concept down <laughs> and make I it know. palatable? Um, uh, he's like an uh, anteater. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's really all I have to say. Most of what y'all said is what I was going to say. Um, if you want to watch... A movie about God, watch Bruce Almighty. <laughs> right? Yeah. Did kind of set the bar for movies about God. I feel, Indeed. I was thinking while I was watching this, I feel like it's really difficult to make a movie like this that has broad appeal, because I feel like then it misses the point. Mm. Like, it's such a niche, I, I mean, okay, niche audience in the way that, I don't know, it's tough for... I feel like it's tough to make a movie like this that appeals to everyone. So a as somebody who's not really into that kind of movie. 
Yeah, um, yeah. It is very much a, a, a niche audience because it's definitely not a Mitch audience. <laughs> Maybe recommend if there's like somebody you know who goes to church, tell them to recommend this to like someone who goes there every week and is like and volunteers to sing even though they're not great at it. Kind of like um, <laughs> what is the thing when they're in Mexico and her dad is singing and it's. And she's like, your dad has a beautiful voice. And I was like, ah, beautiful's yeah. a bit much. There's a reason only two of the townspeople are there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, not that it was, like, awful, but I was like, ah, it sounds like somebody who volunteers to sing at church when no one asked him to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, tough. So, like, I don't know, in regards to, like, who is this movie for, it's, like, uh, pretty limited. <laughs> um, I mean, it's for people who um, honestly enjoy Hallmark films. No mm -hmm. irony about it. You love Hallmark. You will probably also like this movie. Mm -hmm. And I will say I do think this was better, a better movie than Food Boy. Um, I don't know. I don't, well, I think I, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's. I I feel like more there was more competency at least in like performances. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say this movie is structured or like written yeah. any better than Food Boy, but I think I cared about the characters in Food Boy more than I cared <laughs> about anyone in this movie. I mean, I cared about Gwen like a little bit, unless well, I don't know. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I just cared about Lacey Chappard. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was more my thing. I was like, she's doing, she, I'm like, she took this seriously and she's like doing, you know, a good job. I just wish the movie she was in was better. I'll watch her in better things. Yeah, I, I just tried to go through the movie because it's really bugging me what her, his dad said. Oh. <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't find the spot. I so think sorry it, that I just zoned out there. We'll uh, put it in the episode notes or something. I think it's yeah. in the steak and cake that he says it, but which yeah, the seating arrangement in that place was weird too, like based on like how their shots were. Yep. Oh, yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I like I liked her prayer vamp in that scene though. And uh, we thank you for the cows who were willing to give of themselves and that this food is gonna nourish our bodies and we really just sit in awe some and really have a great amount of gratitude. So, yes, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, yes, in Jesus' name. I mean, all of that, of course, was in Jesus' name. Amen. All righty to the almighty. Her prayers in bad. this movie are so, un like, I don't know, like, they're amusing, but, like, real uncomfortable. This movie's yeah. really oh. uncomfortable sometimes. I don't think... So much, if it so wasn't obvious, cringe. this movie gets real cringy. Um, <laughs> not always in a good way. Like, once in a while, like, when it's, like, she's, like, stumbling through her prayers, because it's like, oh, she's not good at this. Like, I'm like, all right. right. I, I get she it. She hasn't said amen yet, so nobody looks up. <laughs> yeah. Like, that first date, though, I was having a really hard time. Like, mm. I ironically had, like, when she's, like, saying grace when she, before she has a cookie or whatever... <laughs> And like, ironically, my my fingers were doing this kind of like in sort of like mm. I was praying, except I was like covering my face because I was like, I <laughs> don't know that I can look at this. Oh my god! Yeah, this is so I mean, this movie does come back to like the same few things 
again and again, like the like the the, the the prayer vamping, um, like the driftwood. Uh, Paul's father oh, apparently found driftwood. Jesus in a in a piece of driftwood, uh, and they they like like kind of half joke about it throughout the movie, but every time they half joke about it, it um, it's like a it's it's like the the exponential it's like multiplying fractions. It just gets less and less and less funny as it goes on. <laughs> like this, like I don't know. Even if it if it was only mentioned twice, like as like a nice kind of bookends thing, then I would have been like, that's kind of lame, but whatever. But then like, they just keep using it. Like at least I think it's like four or five times, maybe more. Um, and yeah, diminishing returns, hardcore. It's like a used condom doesn't work as well. The more you use it. (laughs) Some, some would say not at all after the first time. (laughs) And that's exactly what this driftwood was. Uh, woof. It was so forced the first time. Right. Because he was a drifter with the last name Wood. He's a drifter with Jesus nothing to lose. In Driftwood. <laughs> drifter. <laughs> I, I, really, I really like that uh, the, the writing did not assume intelligence on the audience <laughs> and had to spell that out for them. <laughs> like, yeah, that that bugged me. But on the other hand, considering my knowledge of Christianity is not super deep, like, I was like, all right, maybe that'll explain things. But then it ended up not mattering. And I was like, oh. Nope. And then if I remember from some of the IMDb reviews, some of the stuff they said was, like, not accurate. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Some of the verses they were citing were not correct. That's what you get for reading Christianity for dummies. What do you think, Gwen? I don't... My Spanish isn't... I was yeah. like... <laughs> I, I do know... I do like how in this movie, apparently um, all Christians, w- whether they're the, the hip new Christians or the old white stodgy Christians, um, every last one of them knows the Bible back to front and has perfect recall. <laughs> yeah. It's a... <laughs> It's an idealist kind of movie. And it, and if you don't know the whole Bible, you're not Christian. On the top of your hand, you're not, you're a fake Christian. Blasphemer. Christian. Kelly's got to fucking Heretic. sniff you out and steal your girl. <laughs> R. Kelly <laughs> did steal her man though. For a minute. And it didn't take much. <laughs> she did, she did not have to actively do that much. That's true. Which is good cuz she didn't do anything this whole movie. Except just be a rival. <laughs> I liked his line, how she, how he was like, actually, I think it's pretty amazing that we practically grew up together. And then one day I turn around and there she is. There she and, she's, and she's been right next to me the whole time. I was like, yeah, <laughs> she's been waiting for you for like 20 whatever years. Like even, even the way he reacted when she asked him about Kel Kel, he was like, oh, that's nothing. I'm like, oh, dude. Like, but but it was like clearly like. It was like, oh, nah, dude. Gwen, you should dump him. He's stupid. He there's no cure for this. He's hardcore dumb. I was I was praying for her to not be with him. <laughs> it's another one of those things. It's like I don't want anyone to go home with anyone. It's like, it's like half yeah. of the episodes of baggage. 
Like whenever I watch no. Baggage, I'm like, can no can no one go home with anyone? I feel like that would be best because everyone's here is garbage, or like the one person is like way better than all of the three suitors, and I'm like, ah, just go home alone, dude. <laughs> Sorry, uh, if you want me to rant about Baggage, yeah. it's uh, we don't have time today. <laughs> I, but oh no, I would love to talk. about Oh that. yeah, I got, I got not today, but yeah, I was gonna oh. say we got. I do think we have to wrap up this episode. Uh, final things. Final things. This movie is um, one gosh. No, no goshes. Uh, one, uh, one heck out of hell. <laughs> this is a before out of after. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's uh, it's a bald, mo- a balding it's, movie. It's John O'Hurley with a bald cap versus the real deal, who's not so much in this movie, but in general, like kind of a handsome, like silver fox striking thing. When he, I remember when he was on the feud, I was like, oh, he looks nice in a suit. Oh god, I need to come up with something witty now. I mean, <laughs> witty is a little generous. Mm. <laughs> For, for mine, but I uh, one steak out of ten. Cakes. There we go. <laughs> That's good. Nice. That's good. I like that. <laughs> what that scale is, you be the judge. <laughs> I don't think we're too uh, strict about uh, explaining what no, our scales are. Because <laughs> right. the whatever what what do we watch? What was our last movie? Um, uh, so long. Is it uh, Beyond the Gates? Was it the VCR one? Oh, Is Beyond that the, the Gates. Movie? Beyond the Gates. Because I said I kind of liked that movie, and then I technically gave it like a one out of ten. <laughs> well, because you realized <laughs> the more we talked about it that you didn't actually like. Oh the yeah, movie. yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, that's Christian Mingle. Uh, Sign up for their website. Let's bury this one maybe, deep. If that's what you're into. I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. This, this episode going, sponsored going, by. Can, <laughs> yeah, can, off can we get movie. some sponsorship, Kristen Mingle? Right. Yeah, yeah. Let's reach out to them after we did this review. I'm sure. Let's be... let's reach out to atheistmingle.com. Atheistmingle. Right, hold, hold, hold on. Let's put a this. This was sponsored by Christian Mingle, and then and then we'll cut that out if they don't sponsor. Or maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this episode sponsored by amorousatheist.com <laughs> farmlove.com episode sponsored by is. driftwood 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 yeah so uh, this yeah, episode so was sponsored by the local steak and cake <laughs> order now you can uh, find our other episodes our whole extensive back catalog on uh, WTFAWW.com. You can email us um, requests or recommendations at what the FAWW at gmail.com. And also, you, you can, can tell us success stories about your sushi experience. <laughs> <laughs> don't try the uni first. Really, actually don't. That, that, was, that was accurate. Acquired taste. Um, it's actually, it's kind of gross. Uh... <laughs> And you can you can find a, a mostly barren Twitter account at WTFAWW. <laughs> but you know, if you if you feel like tweeting at underused accounts, have at it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, tune in uh, next time uh, where we're gonna not pick Liam's movie and uh, yep. <laughs> hey, don't count your chickens before <laughs> they hatch or the uh, or, or whatever the opposite of that is. <laughs> yeah, it it might be a a belated Halloween spooktacular. Very belated. <laughs> it, our last year's was belated too, so we're right on track. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll be pitching movies next time. Um, it'll be a hoot. Yep. Ooh. It'll be a howl. So, yeah. Um, Alright. This has been... Skaters. Cool. Deuces. Ta-ta for now. Bye-bye. <laughs>